0: Love,
1: talk Radio. Good Wednesday evening. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. And we are here just a couple weeks of before Thanksgiving to talk to you a little bit about some very important relationships. So for those that tune in regularly, um, this is our weekly Relationship Wednesday show. We're talking about every aspect of relationships, from intimate relationships to best friend relationships to uh, parent relationships to work relationships, just helping guide you through the things that make your life work, which is really relationships. So we thought that it would be a great idea to meet with you guys, talk with you weekly, hear your questions, hear your concerns, and help kind of walk through your life of relationships with you weekly. I am a clinical therapist, and I do, I practice um, clinical therapy in a big practice, a small, am uh, sorry, a big private practice outside of Chicago, Illinois.
0: In my background is in corporate America and here at New Orleans Associates. I do life coaching, career counseling, and resume consults on mock interviews.
1: Great. And okay. I,
0: I will say I am looking forward to that relationship with that turkey again in a couple of weeks.
1: <laughs> right, and also a couple of days off work, right? Yes. So you guys that are, are familiar, <clears throat> so we all know that, that Thanksgiving is coming up in about two solid weeks from today um, or from tomorrow. And this year Thanksgiving came a little bit late, so we have a little bit more time to kind of help walk you through your relationships and how to handle that in-law situation, that friend situation, your chosen situation when everybody's going to be coming home from the for the holidays. Some folks have blended families that they're dealing with. Some people um, are having great relationships with their in-laws, but need to find a way to maybe keep the conversation surface or on the, on the top level of things so that arguments don't happen or people's opinions don't get offended. And we know when we mix generations and we mix groups of people like your family, his family, you know, the grandparents, the great-grandparents, the kids, the neighbors, the college students that are coming home for the holidays, that opinions can be very different and people can flare up. And so we want to walk you through some things to do um, that can help keep the relationships calm. Yep, and uh, last
0: week we had a great show on the holidays all the different aspects of the holidays and relationships to going to that, from traveling, how much money to spend, traditions, and things of that nature. And this week we want to focus particularly on the in-laws. And that's a very big topic around the holidays. So we definitely want to focus this week on particularly on the in-laws and dealing with that. Hey, the in-laws are covering the town.
1: How are you going to deal with everything? Absolutely. One of the main things that I think occurs that cause in-laws issue is power. And that need for one or the other party to have the dominance over the husband, the wife, the children. And what we want to help you do this, this, this holiday season is to not have to squabble about power indirectly, meaning like um, when mom comes up and she talks about, oh, when your husband was a little boy, I breastfed him myself, you know, those kinds of things, that you don't feel like as a wife or as a partner that you have to sort of um, earn your place. Also, what can be very interesting, and I've had many, 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 many patients this week come to me and say, Dr. Noel, I'm not ready for the holidays because I do not want to hear my mother-in-law or father-in-law's opinion on X, Y, or Z, or, or I don't want them to help me parent. So I don't want to have to deal with the fact that they don't really like me. We have a lot of that. I'm hearing a lot of that where um, the wife or the husband knows that the in-law and their family doesn't like them, but in their face they're very nice, but then they walk out of a room and you're here laughing laughter or talking and that person says, Oh no, they're talking about me Sure or trying to find your this is this was really <clears throat> big for me when I first got married. It's trying to find that space in my husband's family that I fit. Okay. And it got better for me when I realized that I was his new family and we fit together and I didn't need to fit into that extended family. And I
0: think that you hit it right in the head, I think that's a big key area understand understanding people need to come to that you're not fitting back into the family that the husband left, particularly the husband and wife relationship. Now, the relationship, you're fitting into. They have to fit into your new household. How they are going to match with the new household, the new family that you created? Absolutely. Right? That's really a key understanding. You know, you're not going back to that household, with that that child. You know, where the husband was a child and he grew up in there. No, you're not going back there. You have a new house, a new family that's been created, and other people are going to interact with that new family that you created in some form of fashion. Mm -hmm. They need to negotiate
1: how they're going to interact with a new family. Absolutely. Another pivotal point is when a kid comes home from college and they have liberated themselves in college, maybe they stay out to midnight where they are, maybe they have wild, unbridled sex with friends and roommates where they are, Mm -hmm. and then they come home for the holidays and mom and dad aren't feeling that newfound liberty.
0: Yeah, right. You're still 19 years old. Uh, so, you know, you just cut the cows, you know what, I'm still paying your bills, you're still mm-hmm. sleeping under my roof, you know, you're Absolutely. not a grown man or woman
1: yet. Yeah. Right. Another pivotal point, and I'm just bringing up examples <coughs> so, so, so if you guys are feeling this, is um, blended families for the holidays. Mom and dad got into divorce and they got a new husband or a new wife, and now we got two moms and two dads, and you've got bonus families, you got bonus in-laws, and then there's a, a fight for, you got to spend 45 minutes here. And in my family, we decorate a Christmas tree midnight, and so you got to be here for that. In this family, we do eggnog at 12, 15. So you got to be here for that. I want you guys, especially if you're adult kids, I think it's harder when they are kids that are, like, under 17 and they have to go wherever, like, the judge said, they had to go. Right, no I yeah, right. have no choice. If you have no choice, do eat so much cupcakes, and so much turkey that you literally fall out and pass out wherever you are. If you, if you don't have a choice, eat until you drop. If you do have a choice, make some plans for yourself that are stable enough for, for you to have your own ritual feed every holiday. Exactly. But, Darren, you have some things to go over. Seth. Yeah,
0: definitely. I wanted to go through this. This is uh, from an article on focus on the family, okay, holidays and in-laws. and They mentioned a couple of different things to take a look at, as you prepare for the holidays and simply in dealing with in-laws. The first one, I recommend that a couple sit down together uh, orally and in writing, write out what the holidays mean to you. So go through each of the holidays from uh, whatever different holidays you you celebrate and explain in orally or in writing to your spouse what those holidays mean to you. So it's not what uh, your parents uh, mean. What does it mean to you? Is this a religious holiday for you, social holiday, how important is it, um, you know, and, and really help your spouse to understand where you're coming from so you guys are on the same page, first and foremost, mm-hmm. which is important. The next one, they meant to give us some history about how did you spend the holiday as a child, okay, that meant to go into history. So we always went and we cut our own trees down. We always uh, went to food shelters and gave out food during, the, during Thanksgiving or something like that. Whatever those holidays, explain to your spouse how you spent it as a child. That may be something, especially mm-hmm. if you get into different cultures, and you may be married to someone who from a different country. They definitely need that background or understanding of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. One of the next things that they say is consider how your parents oh. and other relatives may wish to have you involved. Um, perhaps like a, you know, church service together. Like let's say people go to church on Thanksgiving or dinner at a central location somewhere and try to be open to the desires of family members but not controlled by them. I totally disagree with that one.
0: Well, this one, I think, is getting an understanding of from the from – the, hey, you know what? My mom is a big deal that every – on the morning of Christmas, we're all together. Or oh, my dad is a big deal. We go fishing the day before. Blah, blah. So this is a passionate thing. One thing about the year, this is his, his uh, you know, live or die type situation. They, they, you need to know that from each other, you know, versus not like this 10 different things. But no, this is the most important thing. You know, if this don't happen here, you know, we're going to have a big blow up.
1: So probably why I have such classes with my laws is that I'm probably against. I don't need that input. Here's the deal. Me and Dee, this is our Thanksgiving. This is how we're going to celebrate. This is how we will be involved with you. And we wouldn't mind if you came here, but this is what we're going to do. And I think for new couples starting out, it's really important that you set some boundaries for yourselves, so that your rituals don't become, well, my mom likes to get together on Christmas Eve and your mom likes to bake cookies that night, and so we are obligated to do these things. I think it's a, here's what we normally did, but because we are a new relationship, we have the right to do something different. No, I agree that obviously you want to have your
0: own tradition. But let me say one other thing, there.
1: Right. But that's for married folks. For folks that aren't married, I totally believe that you need to go separately to your Thanksgiving Day things, your Christmas Day things, and still do that with your family. Because once, there's no, no reason to pretend to be married if you're not married yet.
0: Absolutely. And I feel
1: like if your family, if it's really big that your whole family sings Kumbaya on Thanksgiving Day, then you should be with your family singing Kumbaya, and he should be with his family watching the Bears game. You okay. know what I mean? Sure. Like, I think that we have to really make a delineation between dating a serious, committed relationship, and like marriage. There's there's a different level of commitment to what parents need to have done at that point.
0: Absolutely. I agree with that totally. And
1: let me say the other thing. We were dating in college, and if my mom was paying for, playing for a plane ticket coming home, it really doesn't matter what your mom is doing, because mine is paying for a plane ticket for me to come home, and I had to come home. You know what I mean? Yeah. In other words, like, if you're in college and you're dating somebody and you decide to tell your parents, I might not be coming home for Thanksgiving because I'm going to go to Susie Snowflake's house, to me, that's kind of a really big deal, and I think that's the kind of thing that you shouldn't be doing in college, although I did have you home with me for all the Sure. Holidays. No, exactly. I, no, I, 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 I don't have a problem with that.
0: If you're in college and you have, and you have a serious relationship, you know what? You're starting to create a, 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 a serious. Well, right?
1: we have a three-year-old. Let me tell you what's going to happen when she's a freshman in college. She's coming home for air holiday. Of course. Celebrate.
0: She's a freshman I freshman's a baby. Right. A and for mother.
1: sophomore year, guess what? <laughs> she's coming home for air holiday. We celebrate. I, I, have no
0: I guess I'm talking maybe different between a boy and a girl. You can go through that, whatever the case may be. But so you have a, a son who's a junior in college, and he wants to maybe go to his friend's house for, the, for Thanksgiving. But, hey, I'm going to go to my boy's house. We're going to go to uh, whatever. We're going to go to Vegas for, for Christmas or whatever the case may be. That's going to be expensive because well, I'm going to
1: paying tuition. That's how I'm going to do it. Hey, yep, yep. Yeah, roll. no, don't roll yeah, yeah, don't <laughs> roll. Don't roll. Because I think that we do, we do. Really, need to talk about it. Yeah, we do. Because <laughs> I think that as parents, we do a poor job of letting go when it's time to let go and holding on when it's time to hold on. When our children are married, if you want to start a 10-Bucks 2 on Thanksgiving, as long as it's not on my dime, you can do just that. Now, I,
0: uh, it may be different between a girl and a guy. Kyle, we're not a little diverted from the in-laws here, but... You're a guy in college. We are. Let's stick to the in-off. Okay, okay. To the
1: okay. Okay, so what's on, the next step?
0: But but to go us. back to the part that you talked about before, about now understanding where the parents, where the parents and what they're considered important for the holidays, you do need to understand. If you're a married couple and you want to understand what your, all your spouses, uh, parents find
1: valuable, what's important
0: to them about the holidays, you need to have that background. You need I,
1: to I'm not that. saying that you don't have to have that background. I'm saying that it doesn't matter. Because right. the bottom, yeah, it doesn't matter. I because disagree. the bottom line is that, it, it, but you disagree because you don't see thousands of couples come in your office struggling with, what do I do for the holidays? I am telling you that when a couple is married and committed to one another and they have created a new family, the in-laws, it doesn't matter what's important to them, that family has to stay a unit.
0: I agree with that. But you, there's nothing wrong. I have an no understanding the, the other spouses and your, and your family, your mom,
1: and all the all why do we need to know that? So, okay, I find out that your mother's going to kill herself if I don't show up to the Thanksgiving dinner, but I still don't go. Okay. What difference does that make? So why? Why don't I go? Right. Because as a married couple, sometimes I feel like people need to be able to make rules for themselves. You I can like, I mean, I guess I'd be asking why. Because I don't want you talking with your mama. That's why. Uh,
0: then you go on and say, yeah, okay, why? See, that's ridiculous. No, I mean, Bobby, I mean, if you tell her, if a couple saying... This particular thing is important to my family. Are
1: you suggesting that couples have to spend the holidays? No, I'm them? saying, you know
0: what? It needs to be a reasonable reason why you don't want to do this in We want to go sing Christmas Christmas carol or something like that. The family wants to
1: do that. I'm not going to sing no Christmas carol. Well, why not?
0: One day, this is important. I guess
1: my question is why. Because it's important. Because what? They're important. Wait, wait. wait.
0: So you or to your mom. It's a point to a family member, right, Who's that you're still having a relationship with, in addition to
1: your so, partner. So what's wrong with, and, and, and everybody has to do what they think is best. We're right. just making suggestions. So what's wrong with the wife saying that, I don't have a particular reason I don't want to go, but, babe, I really want to be with you. I thought we'd have our Thanksgiving together.
0: I don't have a problem with that, so we may decide to stay on Right. I mean, but you can't just discount just because it's not our idea. I'm going to discount whatever
1: the and Come see, up. And this is the difference between, between what I do and what Darren does. I believe that in healthy relationships, you have a bubble. And only you – and I'm not saying other people can't have important opinions about what to do, but I think part of the reason that there's so much strife with in-laws is because there's so much forced time together. People don't really want to be with each other like that. Not really. They don't really want their mama at the house. And maybe I'm speaking about myself. But people in general come to my office and they really don't want the other person's mama at their house. They don't want to go to their house. They don't care what Uncle Bob did last year. They don't care who makes the best potato salad or pudding. They don't want anything bad to happen to the in-laws, but they want to be. You get like X amount of days off of work a year, and like all of the ones in the fourth quarter are spent with somebody else's family.
0: All I'm saying, so it needs to be an understanding. So you have an understanding of the It's, it's all one day out of the year. Give me a break. <laughs> one day, and and
1: let like me say, so, and this is how strife starts, because one person feels like... It's really important to my mom that we get together for one one time of the year. I, I can't see why you don't come. So let, let's play it out. Let's sure, play it out. Sure. Okay. And so she goes. Okay. And so they singing Christmas carols. They him hauling around. They cutting the turkey. They you know lighting can whatever they're doing. And she's sitting there miserable. And then she punishes him for the next forty years. I give you two thousand dollars to come to this. I was thinking, hey
0: guys open up your wallet. You know what? Here's two thousand dollars. Come come up. But most people don't house. have
1: that money. So, so, but the reality is this the, the no, I'm not that sick. <laughs> the reality of it is though, is I think that, that you do need to hear the voice of your spouse and what happens to their family. But as a couple you guys need to be bold enough to set standards for yourself.
0: I agree with that. And the decision needs to be that individual couple's decision, not Influencing from the family just because if, right. if, if, if the unit you guys decide not to go and as a married couple you guys discuss it and say you know what we're not doing this particular activity for whatever reason and, and the other M's say oh you we, we come come you know and the decision is fine the decision is made we're not doing that
1: but let me say this it's a difference between we're deciding not to come and mom my wife does not want to come so we ain't gonna be there there's a difference between those two things
0: I would say that it's it's, a, it's one it, I think it's the 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 um the child communicates to his family or her family what the decision is for the for their household. Correct. Meaning if, if it's the husband, he talks to his family. If it's the uh, wife, she talks to her family. Hey, we're not doing this. Or the husband got We're not doing that. Or we are doing this. We are
1: doing that. Okay. Yeah. And let me say this. To battle the perception, because one of the perceptions is when, when behavior changes, that partner gets blamed for it. They say, well, i just use an example. used to always do X before he married you. It must be your fault, and he's not doing X anymore. And so you have to be able to stand behind that decision and say, no, we decided together that we wanted to underwater scuba dive instead of exactly. Thanksgiving dinner. I agree. Absolutely. So what's the next thing that they say?
0: Okay, so we're on that. And it uh, <laughs> be open to changing your plans as needed. Be flexible. And uh, try to keep in mind, because your heart hard feelings, excuse me, from the amount expectations, they're not met. Okay, so kind of be flexible if you can.
1: See, I agree with being flexible, but I, but I, my major point here for people to listen to is, if you have established a new life with a new person, that you all need to have your new traditions agreed upon with each other. Right. And that the third party influence, even if it's your children, your adult children, that say, "Mom, I have a baby now. Fly down and be with me." Right. right. You still have to make the decision to do what's right for you and your your
0: Absolutely. partner. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. A couple of things. So that's the kind of stuff they recommend. And they say, despite all those steps, some other things you want to keep in mind and some cautions, precautions. They say, it may, it may be a lot easier for you and your spouse to change what you want to do for the holidays than your parents, who have been doing this for a lot longer, for many years, and their way of doing things for the holidays. So keep that in mind, okay? Also, uh, develop realistic expectations on how the holidays are going to be suspended. You know, we can't have a, you know a realistic plan. We're gonna buy from house, 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 house. You know what? It's, it's realistically we can't do that. We can't enjoy any of the time. You know what? We're gonna spend Thanksgiving over here. We're gonna be New Year's over here. We're gonna spend Hanukkah go over here, whatever the case may be. And that's kind of. But I family.
1: think that's one thing for families to understand that when you when a, when a couple gets together, now they have two families, to three families there, and then each of their extended to think about as far as where they're gonna spend time. Right, and that. Go ahead. No, like, That's why I'm suggesting that sometimes it's easier just to spend time with
0: yourself. <laughs> I think in laws need to understand that that person who got married is now part of a new household. Yeah, but nobody died. understands that. Well, tell us the in laws listen, you need okay. to understand that. You know, that person's not a part of your household anymore. They have their own household.
1: What Because I get I'm getting these questions right now email to me. Right. What if you you got you married a mama's boy and when he's with his mama, he can't tell her that, hey,
0: you know, we got our own thing going on. Should have had that in a pre counseling.
1: Yeah, but a lot of times people don't, and they yeah. might not know they got a mindless worth to their life. Yeah,
0: well, they come see doctor uh,
1: <laughs> Yeah, but let's be serious. Okay. What's, what's the way to handle that? I'm asking you. How how does a woman approach her guy if he doesn't know how to say those things to his mother that hate to
0: be said? I right, said, so what do you – well, I'll take – let what you, what you answer that question first. Go ahead, Doc.
1: And you, you're a man. What can a woman say to get her man to handle the situation?
0: You say, honey, listen, I, I would say, honey, listen, I have some issues. I need you to communicate this. I can communicate it. It may not come out as, as uh, nicely as you communicate because obviously you know how to communicate with your family better, okay? But I'm asking you to do this. But I need to be communicated. So if you're not willing to communicate it, I'm going to communicate it.
1: Absolutely great. I think that's fantastic. I think the other thing to do is try to get your, your partner's buy-in, try to get them to understand Your rationale. I mean, before I was saying you have to listen to what in-laws say, and I do believe that, but I also believe that understanding why it's important for your your spouse or your boyfriend or your girlfriend may help you to explain to them why you may not be able to participate in in a particular thing and get their buy-in from that and then come to a compromise about what you guys are going to do. Explain
0: that a little more.
1: What I mean by that is to say, say to them, hey, Um, normally I know that you like to hang out with your mom on Thanksgiving and I like to hang out with my mom at Thanksgiving. We can't do, you know, both of them at the same time. So why don't we do a small dinner at our own house and maybe dessert at your mom's house and let me explain why. Because we can't give time to both families, I would prefer that we just sort of give, you know, the least amount of time and then spend some time with ourselves and maybe Skype somebody to to include them in our celebration. I think that
0: that conversation needs to happen earlier than later. So I think the sooner the couple can decide, okay, or well, how they want to do things, the better. I mean, in a, in a given year, deciding that earlier versus, you know, the week before Thanksgiving and everybody thinks you're doing, you know, everybody thinks you're coming, the host oh, we're not doing that anymore. Wait a minute. How come why do you wait till the last minute to tell us you're not coming or we can't come there? You know, try and, if you know the expectations are out there. Try and set your new expectation to communicate that sooner than later.
1: And I think one thing for couples to know is the expectation <clears throat> is always out there that you're yes. going to attend something. It's never not expected. It's always expected that you're going to do everything and do all of it. And I think we have to be careful to think about what are the consequences of attending something and not attending something. Right. So not going, people may say they're okay, but what are the consequences of that? Does that mean that you get invited over less? Does that mean when you need a loan for your house or your car and you need to ask his mom or dad or her mom or dad and you didn't show up for Thanksgiving and dinner, are they not going to give it to you? Or are they not? I mean, there's consequences for all the decisions that we
0: make. Absolutely. You need a co signer on a car and a but You can come to uh dinner. To public party. Exactly. Right. Find
1: somebody else. Right. And, have and I, I have a lot of parents that come to me saying that I feel like since my son's gotten married that they ask us for money, but they don't feel like we have to do, you know, they have to do anything for it. And now right. he won't come over to eat dinner, so I'm not going to help pay for a car. And I hear that a lot. Uh, that's real.
0: Oh, oh, I have. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you
1: know,
0: you can't come over to the holidays, but you want me to babysit every time y'all want to go out and think about or go over to crack. Correct. Wait a minute. What's
1: Correct. Going on? Correct. Or my favorite. Hey, well, you know, like us, uh, we stay with my parents while our house was being built. So I thought it was important. Okay, birthday comes around. Hey, you know, I got a big, shiny gift for you. And I think a lot of a lot of couples don't think about you need your folks for stuff but then you don't want to do the things that it takes to to make them warm and fuzzy about doing those things for you.
0: Yeah, so 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 it is important that you consider their feelings.
1: It's important that you can consider it, but if you can stand alone financially then it's not important that you consider it. I mean I think no, for real. I mean I think it's the way that you manage it. And I think the other thing that we take for granted is how much anger is involved with with in-laws, and family. And I think that's one way that all of us can that contribute sometimes to discord in our extended families when we harbor anger, when we won't forgive for certain events. And some things are unforgivable, but some things are forgivable. True. And there have there have been things, and I'll admit this, that I've been mad about in the past that I'm not even sure why I'm mad anymore. I'm like, but I am mad about something. And, like, if it's a small thing that you can't remember, sometimes it's best for you to let it go and not keep a scorecard of, he was mad to me. He was mean to me this week. She yelled at me that week, those kinds of things. Because sometimes what our in-laws do is negative, but it's hard to sell your spouse, your boyfriend, your girl, all the negative qualities of their parents. True. It's just difficult to do. They will. They may not ever see their parents the way you see their parents. True. And so sometimes there's some crow that we all have eaten because we're married to somebody and we love that third party. And, you
0: and, know, and, and maybe the, uh, the in-laws are obviously – uh, treating the other person differently. Or, you know, even though the, the spouse, both spouses may be getting the same treatment from their moms, but they got, the, the person's used to it, right? right. They're family. You know, that, that person's always yelling. Other, other person's offended by the yelling. But, yeah, hey, that's the way right. we grew up. Our family's a yeller. Hey, it is what it is. Right.
1: Now, I have to get used to that. Because <clears throat> your family can have some intense conversations where in my family that would be considered an argument. Right. And we don't do that. We're polite to each other because it's like somebody might get their feelings hurt. You know what I mean? So I think you have to not – that's another way. So anger is one way that people contribute to discord. Another way that people contribute to discord is you falsely believe that your family and his family are identical, and they're not. Sure. So there are things like – we talked last week, there's rules for each family. The way my grandmother works, my father's mother, is if you come to her house, you have to eat a plate of food. It's just the rule. I don't care if it's a hot bologna sandwich. I don't care if it's string beans. She's going to put something on a plate, and she's going to hand it to you and watch and wait for you to eat it, and that's the rule. So it may be that I go to my grandma's house and I eat a plate of food, and it means, oh, wow, my grandmother loves me so much she ate my food. Darren doesn't eat a plate of food. It means he doesn't like me, right? Right. So, but then in, in Darren's family it may be that I don't eat nobody cares. Right. But I feel like I've got to find a plate of food. To you know, it's right. Just, right. you can't take the rule from your family and put it on somebody else.
0: And you need to to explain those rules to your spouse Mm -hmm. so they understand the rules.
1: And for you guys that don't know it, learn the rules. Everybody's going to, I mean, I know people said, well, when I got married, you're a part of the family now. But, you know, there's still rules associated with that. And there's a difference between a member that was born in, they almost have to, like, die out, and one that marries in. Mm -hmm. So if you marry in, sometimes you're considered a temporary fixture as opposed to a full-time fixture, even if you've been married forever.
0: And some, and some people are not like that. You can come uh, around, you can date that you're a, a permanent member of the family. Correct. Something like, you know, whatever happened to so-and-so. That. Minute, that was, you know, five girlfriends ago, but oh, right. she's still part of the family. So all the four, three, two, and one are all part of the family. Right,
1: right. Families are like, And you have to know those rules. Yes. And then once you learn the rules, sometimes, and I'm going to say this specifically to wives and girlfriends, sometimes what you find out about your boyfriend or your husband or family, keep it to yourself. Sometimes he just can't hear, your mom is no good. He just can't take it. He can't hear it. you will never be able to hear it. And you saying it will cause a risk between you and him that you may never be able to restore. It. And so we have to be careful. So uh, include it with the things that Derek has to think about, like talk to your partner about what the family is, what their rules are, um, or what their expectations are. Come up with a plan for your, yourselves about what you all want to do together. Have a compromise as far as what you decide is the right thing to do. Um, explain how holidays were spent, you know, when you were coming out. That's one thing. The other thing that folks need to learn how to do is if you have anger that you're holding on to, sometimes unless you've been physically harmed or endangered by somebody else's family, sometimes you have to let it go. Sometimes you have to let it go. Mm-hmm. The other thing is you cannot expect the rules that apply in your house when you were a kid to work on his or her house now that you guys are adults and in a committed relationship. It just may not work that way.
0: Okay, absolutely. And then
1: the third thing is sometimes once you get information, you have to keep it to yourself and let them get to the point that they can see that same thing and deal with it, as opposed to you coming to them saying, look, your mom's funny looking. Did, did you notice she's funny? Her eyeballs are crooked. Maybe maybe your spouse can't take hearing that.
0: This is true. This is
1: You true. know? So those are some things that can, scenarios that you have that we wanted to talk about.
0: Yeah. So this one is talking about, this one is some articles from, uh, uh, more.com, you are talking about dealing with uh, mother-in-law for the holidays, dealing with uh, your in-laws for the holidays, okay? situation here is uh, your in is staying at your house for the holidays, and you find them trying to parent your children, or you feel like the methods that they're parenting is an invitation to give their opinion on what you should be doing, okay? So, again, in-laws are at the house for the holidays, and you find them trying to parent your children, or you feel like the method of their, uh, parenting is the invitation to give their opinion on what you should be doing as a parent. Okay. Talk about that.
1: So that's really interesting. That's a very interesting thing because I think that that happens to a lot of people that in-laws um, want to parents the kids with them, and, and that you have difficulty dealing with that. Right. There's one thing that I want you to do. One of the mistakes that I made is, you know, I, we had family come up to visit and I let my daughter stay really late to entertain the family. And then a couple of weeks later I heard, uh, she never makes her daughter go to bed. She can be up all hours of the night. I was like, really? No way. I just have to benefit from your presence. What I learned from that is with your kids, do not change their schedule because somebody is coming in town or somebody's going to be at the house or somebody's going to be doing something special. Yeah. Your kids need to keep their schedule so that they understand that nobody has any special power over them, The parents are the ones that rule what happens. Number two, if you see something you don't like, as long as it's not harmful, you don't always have to attack it. Sometimes you can have a conversation with your children that says, no matter what else anybody tells you to do, I'm telling you to do something specific, and that's what I want you to do.
0: Yep, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You're primary parent, the household, so that's one of the rules. You had
1: another scenario? Uh, No, that was it. All right, so we've we've only got a few seconds left, but things to remember, you cannot control somebody else's behavior. You can control your behavior and your attitude. So if you're having issues over the holidays, remember to control your behavior and your attitude. And also remember to continue to do the things that make you feel good. If you've been working out and that helps you to release steam, don't not work out just because Thanksgiving came. Still work out yep. no matter how much you eat. And whatever it takes to do, you've got to do the things that take care of you. All right, guys, see you next week. Have a great day. Have a great week.